Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. Then you can do things on sticks. You do things on sticks, yeah. I mean, like... Pineapple, yeah, and a sausage, cheese. cheese. Yeah. <laughs> the absolute classic. Like, get one of them on. If you're vegetarian, the sausage being on the, the sausage same sausage stick. I, I, I'm very much... It was just pineapple and a bit of cheese, right? It's the sausage, the sausage is a bit of flair, I think. You... Co- cocktail sausage, mate. That, 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 oh, yeah, that but it's not on the same... Yeah, but it's not on the same... It's not the same one as the pineapple totally and the cheese. In the 1980s, it was, mate. You're a little older than me. Early 90s like, as well. Like, you, you, you started swanning around these, these <laughs> earlier than I did. Like, yeah. I, I got a very 90s viewpoint. I don't know. I don't know if times were tough for the sausage Fond- industry. Fondue. Never had a fondue. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. And I'm Carl Noble. And I am certifiably do not have the coronavirus right now. Nor do I. But, you know, I'm working on it. It would be a be an experience. What do you mean you're working on it? Well, it's like chicken pox, isn't it? Well, you're just thinking like... Just going like, to bash like, it out, get out of the yeah, way. Let's, let, let's have a, a COVID-19 party. Party, yeah. Where we gather everyone around, we lick each other's faces. We'll invite Jack from the pub. He just came back from North Italy. Like, yeah. Yeah. That'll just, be good. So we'll just get in a box with him. Yeah. Wait a bit. And then we'll all have it. Then we'll all have it. We'll just get stick better. a couple of films on or something. Get better. Yeah. And then really just tackle the week. Uh, do you think once you've had it, you're immune to it? Uh, until COVID-20 comes up. Oh, yeah. But that's... that's no, that's that's this year. COVID-20 oh, no. is this year's edition. Oh, but because we're currently... We're, like, we're retro. We're retro playing, we're aren't we? Doing, oh. We're still doing... We're still, oh, we're still it, dealing with last 19, year's. Is 19 the 19 to 20 season? I think so, yeah. yeah. Well, so because, towards, it, because it's not like WD40. It's not like the 40th attempt. No, it's like, like it's, it's just the next... You know, towards the end of this year, we'll go into the 2020-2021 yeah. season. Yeah. And we'll see how we deal <laughs> with that. But, like, that's a way off. Like, I'd rather... It is. I'd rather just get do it out of the way, this one. Do you reckon they're just going to patch this one? Just patch it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, like bang some hot fixes in, or do you reckon it's going to be like a big patch where they fundamentally change it, introduce th- new character traits? Yeah, I think it's going to be like 70 gig, and Whoa. it's just going to be like complete overhaul. Wow, okay. Better graphics, though. That's got to count for something, because I'm, I'm not enjoying what I'm seeing, frankly. No, it's not, it's not high, high definite. It's, it's not great. Uh, so, uh, last week, uh, we caught up with, uh, our good boy Daffy. Yep. Uh, for, for most of the time. Uh, yeah, yeah, he passed, him. he passed the torch to Bugs, uh, yep. with regards to training Elmer. Uh, and also he seems to have, uh, fashioned himself a lady friend out of spare parts and one of his old memory cores. Do you think he did that because he had some spare time in his hand? Now he wasn't having to take care of Elmer so much. Yeah, and I he's think- like, I've got some time, man. I'll make myself a wife. Yeah, because the last time, because the last time he let someone else make him a wife, it was yeah. just a spy bot. That was yeah, Melissa that Duck. Yeah, it didn't work very well. She's not, but now Daphne Duck, because you know who would Daffy want to date more than himself? Daffy? Yeah, and so. Yeah, so that that's where we were uh, last week. We also saw Foghorn uh, still clearly not aware that he's not in a time loop. Yep. Um, and, yeah, not faring too well against Barnyard Dog, because Barnyard Dog... Or Henry now, Hawk. Or Henry Hawk. Because he got they both have off. the ability to learn now. 
Yeah, well, like he got carried off by Henry Hawk uh, in a covered in concrete, so yeah, potentially time, going but... to get salt baked. You know, like you do with a potato. Yeah, maybe, but in like a concrete thing. Well, I, th- I think we're going to just have to remain uh, on tenter hooks with that because I don't think we're going to see any fog on this week. I don't think we are. So uh, let's catch up with uh, Sylvester. Uh, yeah, so we haven't seen him to. in a while. No, he, he, he's been quite—he was quite the focus for a while. But yeah, you know, we've had a couple of weeks off him. Uh, so Sylvester and Hippity Hopper—that's a classic format. But they're normally with Sylvester Junior. But he's not there. He's not here. But he went and got that job on a ship, didn't he? Yeah, that's true. He could—he he could be off on one of his many cruises. Whereas, like Hippity Hopper can't just stay out of school no. just because his mate got a job on a ship. No, no, and you know, but he travels with his mom quite a lot. Uh, but yeah, it also involves a mouse, a lighthouse keeper, and a parrot. How are you feeling about those? Um, that was I, my phone. I'm a professional. Nicely I'll done. Turn that <laughs> I'm looking forward to see what lighthouse keeper is all about. And do you think the parrot is the lighthouse keeper's parrot? I had figured the parrot was the lighthouse keeper's parrot. I'm questioning whether there is a mouse or whether it's just Hippity Hopper. Yeah, this is very true. Well, let's find out in Lighthouse Mouse from March 12th, 1955. Poor hoppy child from a from presumably broken home. Yeah, just gets see, shipped around on ships all the time and sent to various zoos. So what's he done wrong? Yeah, his borstal. Yeah, like that's a bit weird. I mean, you say what's he done wrong? I mean, quite regularly masqueraded as a mouse and kicked the shit out of a cat. Yeah, but I don't think that's illegal. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you point, did it, it would be illegal. But they have different it's rules. One rule. It's one rule for one. Yeah, but I mean, so now they're all for the little man. Yeah, but 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 they have got very specifically different rules, both in physics <laughs> and there, there are nuances. Yeah. There are nuances to the whole whole affair. Um, so I, I mean, I think Hippity Hopper seemed quite happy to see Sylvester, but Ecstatic. I think he was happy to see him because he thought that meant Sylvester Junior was about. Yeah, I think he, and he just wanted to see his mate. Quickly realised that wasn't the case. Yeah, and it was just Sylvester. And he's like, I don't really get on with well very well with your dad. No. I mean, it's understandable. Yeah. Like, Sylvester's always trying to get him. Like, Well, yeah, uh, but I mean, he does cause a lot of problems, does Hippity Hopper, for Sylvester specifically. Yeah, but a lot of the times in the past, I guess, Hippity Hopper hasn't necessarily knowingly been masquerading as a mouse. In this one, definitely yes. Like, they yeah. shook hands, they formed yeah, a yeah, team. Yeah, they made a deal. But previously, it's just been a case of repeated mistaken identity quite a lot of the time. Yeah. And so, you know... Maybe it's, yeah, like maybe previously it hasn't been apparent to Hippity Hopper why Sylvester's so angry. Trying <laughs> yeah, I mean that's reasonable. So like this, this one's pretty much um, it involves the lighthouse keeper, and obviously he's in bed. It's night time. The lights on, but for some strange reason, the light is bouncing around off a clock downstairs and into a mouse hole, which is keeping the mouse awake because the light just keeps flashing him in the eyes when he's in bed. As to why he doesn't put a door in his hole or move his bed... I know the answer to that, Or wear an eye patch thing. I don't know the answer to that, but the first two, I know the answer. Yeah. Because if you live in the skirting board of somewhere, you're in rented accommodation and you're not allowed to change any of the fixtures and fittings. Well, I mean, that's fair, but I mean, you'd move your bed. Nah, what if if it's actually attached, a fixed... Yeah, that's, uh, that's very true. Curtain? 
I don't know. You'd still have to be drilling. Yeah, you got to nail it up. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like you, you would if I, because I rent this place. If there was just a light flashing in my window, I'd get on the blower to the old landlord and go, "Oi, pal, you need to, you need to sort this shit out. I'm not paying for this." I mean, if I'm honest, I wouldn't. I'd just put up the curtain. But well, I did it when uh, the security light um, outside um, was was blinking in your eyes. Well, it, it wasn't blinking in my eyes, but they'd done some work on the roof and they'd built scaffolding, um, and they'd knocked the sensor. So the sensor was facing the wrong direction, so it was going off all the time. What you didn't do is leave your house and go and sabotage it. Yeah, I, which, I, is, yeah. which was what this mouse chose to and do. And not to just this sabotage it. Like he he also made it to the point where other sh- like ships were going to crash, and one did. One did, and that's how Hippity Hopper got there. Yeah, because it was it was a ship from Australia carting well stuff. I guess Hippity but, Hopper. Yeah, but other, other stuff as well. There was other, other things, stuff, yeah. but yeah, and then didgeridoos. Uh, those hats, boomerangs hanging from them. Yeah, uh, Vegemite knives and spoons. Knives and spoons. Yeah, classic. All classic Australian yeah. stuff. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> Did you say Vegemite? Vegemite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Vegemite Fosters. <laughs> Fosters, famously, famously Australian. Um, yeah. So the the mouse and the um, Hippity Hopper decided to make a pact to get Sylvester. I don't know why Hippity Hopper's going along with this, but Sylvester, he's not he's not overly keen. I don't know why Sylvester's there. No, I mean he's I, I, I wonder if he uh took a job at this lighthouse because occasionally the ship that Sylvester Jr. is on might come past and he might get to see his see, son. What I'm thinking is Sylvester was on his way to find the island where Tweety is That's and he's been stranded. Yeah, with with uh, and this is a high bar, but the worst Scottish accent we've seen in the whole of Looney Tunes. Yeah, that that was pretty like, it's really, bad. It's really bad. Yeah, that like, was pretty bad. I don't think he was Scottish. I mean, I I mean, I I know he wasn't, <laughs> but, but it's definitely what he was going for. He was trying. But yeah, or, or maybe maybe there's a land in the Tooniverse where that is their accent. Yeah, but I don't know because it was sort of Scottish and sort of. Like broadly piratey, yeah. Uh, I mean, the fact he had a parrot. Although most of the, because uh, uh, the guy on the ship as well, also when they when they crashed and when they backed up, he said avast as well, and it was yeah. just like they're all very piratey. That the, all the nautical a, folk, that, that, very that, piratey. That is what I thought. I was like, wow, that's a very piratey thing to do. Like, <laughs> constantly, they, they looked like a battleship. Yeah, it was a yeah, it was a you know, it's a modern modern boat. Yeah, but weird. Yeah, it was a strange situation. I didn't like the end though. No, it wound up with Sylvester because basically the lighthouse keeper got annoyed every time the light went off, and he yeah. went to bash Sylvester because it was his fault apparently. Obviously, um, and Sylvester was doing increasingly unpleasant things to keep the lights on, yeah. including at one point uh, fixing the air gap, shall we say, <laughs> in, a, in a connection with his own cat body. So that's yeah. a life. Yeah, yeah, gone out. Either either already he's already lost that life and he knew he'd be fine, but it would hurt. Well, however, that yeah, like e- even if that's the case, it did mean that by the end he knew he could survive, basically just wiring himself up to a battery. And I don't know when he got this ability, but apparently, if you wire a car battery to Sylvester's tail, yeah, his light- eyes glow like headlights. Have you seen uh, Ghostbusters Two? I thought you were going to say My Neighbor Totoro. No, all oh, right, well, there's that, but in Ghostbusters Two, there's the most harrowing scene. In the whole thing, I know, I where seen it a long time. Uh, well, it's it's where the guy who's running the art exhibit, who gets uh, possessed by the 
the main ghost. He's walking down the, the main, hallway. He's the main ghost. Walking down the hallway trying to steal the baby and his eyes light up. And like that, when I was a kid, used to freak me out. And that just reminded me of that. Did it freak you out more or less than Christopher Lloyd's swirly eyes oh. at the end of Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I mean, less. Because we watched that, you know reasonably recently yeah. as adults yeah, yeah. and, and uh, it was not less harrowing no no that, that used to terrify the shit out of me and still does yeah it's horrible so there you go so yeah please well, actually I'm, I, I don't know if that, that sort of stuff does still happen in the in a, in a kid's film I'm, and if it doesn't I'm glad it stopped yeah and if it does stop it <laughs> stop showing kids horrible things yeah it's vile it's terrifying so, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with Sylvester now. Like, I, I guess maybe that morning they probably get the light fixed. Well, I'm wondering if with his, like, beacon eyes, he's going to see the island and then just make a swim for, for it. Possibly, yeah. He's going to, ah, that's what I've been there looking for. Yeah. I, I imagine it looks like classically evil lair island. It's got a volcano with a sort of skull shape to sort of one side of it, yeah. I reckon. an overhanging cliff that kind of looks like Tweety. Yeah, it would be like a bird skull. Yeah, like, like when it, when lightning flashes, it's like, oh. Yeah, like absolutely. That. That's what I reckon he's going to see with his new lighthouse eyes. And then, you know, one night he's just going to make a break for I it. I also think there's probably a really nice tropical resort on the beach. Well, on the same island? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. Just, just so he's Sell, got Selling drinks out of coconuts. So, also, uh, he, that would probably give him uh, access to a lot of... Uh, easily influenced old people which we know is his mo that's true because uh, they do, they'll come in on a cruise yeah and he'd be like ah good fresh like, gra- like, fresh like, grannies like, like, like an 80 to 100s weekend <laughs> yeah. sort of <laughs> Cla- <laughs> classic uh, uh yeah. yeah the the 88s to 100 <laughs> yeah yeah so i reckon yeah I'll, I'll go with that i reckon that's that's where i feel this this sylvester arc's gonna go but we're not gonna find out today no. so uh i guess oh no we might Oh, no, we might. Oh, we might. And actually, I, I'm pretty pleased with my theory now. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get to that in a bit after catching up with Bugs, uh, who was last seen faffing around with a beanstalk and yep. a giant uh, sort of animatronic Elmer yeah. vessel. Yeah, the, the, the experience. Uh, this is a Bugs, Yosemite Sam, Elephant, Classic. and Daffy Duck number. Elephant's listed before Daffy Duck. I wonder how Daffy's going to feel about that. I don't think he'll give a shit. <laughs> you think he's fine with it? Daffy, isn't it? Maybe it's like when uh, someone of particular prominence is in the cast of a film and it's, it does everybody else and then it goes, and so-and-so as. Yes, so, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's actually a very prestigious position. Oh, that guy. Introducing Daffy Duck as Daffy Duck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're watching uh, Sahara Hare. It's a Bugs, Yosemite, Elephant and Daffy number from March 26th, 1955. Bugs isn't that smart. It doesn't seem so. I occasionally forget that because, you know, he tends to he tends to come out on top of most situations. Yeah, but situations. that's because he's had a lot of time. But, like... He's not a bright spark. No. Either that or he just he does just seem to make the best out of most situations. I think he lo- if I think a lot of it is like if he's excited about something, he just launches into it and it takes him a while to notice. Yeah. That, that it's not gone the way he thinks it's, it's gone. Yeah. Cuz like he he turns up in the Sahara desert here, so he digs his way through and then the hole opens up and he pops out a deck chair 
uh, a parasol, a bucket with some beers in it, or carrots in his case, um, and then he jumps out looking for the beach. Now yeah, I, I think, think he's got the Miami wrong time because he's looking for the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, like. but I think I think maybe he's got maybe the wrong time and place because he's ended up in the desert. The yeah, so desert. do you think? Do you think it's the wrong time, and as a result of it being the wrong time, the wrong place? Yeah, but because because that's kind of how time and space work, really, isn't it? Like if you turn up to the wrong time, if you you've also turned up to the wrong place in yeah, I suppose space. Place in space. Space is the place. Space is the place where the place is space. Yeah, classic. It's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's 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 stuck in the Sahara. Yeah, uh, comes across Yosemite Sam as as is his want normally if he's in the desert. Yeah, Yosemite Sam uh, at least in the part in the past had uh, strong connections to the the Foreign Legion. Yeah, uh, but he now seems to be under the impression that he owns the desert. Maybe he does though. Or at Maybe least part of it. Uh, but yeah, they get into their normal sort of ruckus, really. Yeah. I, I mean, most of it revolves around a, a fortress that is for rent. Yes. And Bugs keeping Yosemite out of that. We can only assume that... He's Yosem- not Yosemite Sam in this one. He's Riff Raff Sam. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything to be taken from that. I just thought that should be fine. I think maybe he just changes his, the first bit. Yeah, he's mostly been Yosemite Sam, though, hasn't he? Yeah, that's Or true. just Sam. But yeah. Oh, and he had a surname once, didn't he? Yes. It was like it was, it was quite a Jewish surname. It was. I can't remember exactly what. No, we can find out though. But yeah, I, I, definitely, I, yeah. Like, I, I would like to know it again. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like when we discovered Daffy had a surname. Yeah, Oakley. Oakley. Daffy Oakley. <laughs> what a great last name. Uh, so yeah, like, but it's it's a pretty standard form episode. Yeah. But you know, there's a few things to take away, like a. You know, at some point, there's a, this rented fortress. Yeah. Uh, Sam wants to get in. Can't get in. They won't let him in. No. Um, presumably, that means someone was living there already. I guess so, yeah. And he didn't give his two weeks written notice as the owner of the desert if he wanted to come and inspect the property. Yeah, but I mean, he was he was trying all sorts of ways that I wouldn't deem acceptable as a landlord to get into the property. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would I would say that's true. Um, but it is Sam, though. Like, what do we expect? Yeah, I mean, it's a shame. It's a shame it isn't 19... Like, we're not watching this, uh, like, at the time because we could have found out if Sam is the person renting the property because there was a number. That's true. We, we could have called it. Morocco 4131 and, and seen... Do you know if we call that now? <laughs> I mean, I reckon... I'm, I'm just going to go out there and say that in this day and age, I don't think that's enough numbers. No, probably not. But I mean, it depends how many telephones Morocco's got. We'll give it a go in a bit. Yeah, yeah, we'll give it a go. All right, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll like, see if we get a 1950s operator. That'd be great. Puts us it? through to Yosemite Sam. Sorry, think- Riffraff Sam. Riffraff Sam. Yeah. How do you think he does that? Like, he's not got mobile, is he? Landline? No, I presume. I presume he, he 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 runs it through an agency of some kind. Right. Okay. Some sort of letter agency. Yeah. You know the absurd inventory fees and things like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. They really, really take the the tenants for a ride. Maybe they were better back in the uh, back in the nineteen fifties. <laughs> Does any part of you believe that that could possibly be the case? <laughs> I don't. Know, did did letting agencies exist in the fifties? I, I mean, I imagine so. Could you rent property like that? 
Where it wasn't just direct from someone? Well, I don't know about, like, in Morocco. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to Google this. <laughs> Could you rent a fortress in Morocco through an agency in 1955? We could ask We, we, we could ask LeBron, see if he knows. Yeah, let's see if LeBron knows. Do you reckon he's got a like, real, like, sort of, like, encyclopedic knowledge of uh, renting, like, properties from the 1950s is in Morocco? To, is there any one way to find out? Ask him. Hold up, I ain't trying to stunt, man. But the Yeezys jumped over the jump, man. Went from most hated to the champion God flow. I guess that's a feeling only me and LeBron know. I'm living three dreams. Okay, so last week we took a different tack with LeBron. We started trying to give him information information about his, his teammates. Yeah. Uh, do we want to do that maybe for Yosemite uh, this week? Or do we just want to ask him about... Well, renting I mean, arrangements in Morocco in the 50s. I think the thing is that if we tell them about Yosemite Sam, we might scare the bejesus out of them. <laughs> um, we could send him the good picture. Technical I mean, I d- the thing is, if if I had to... If I like, if I go away to a job and I know, like, I know I'm working with people who I haven't really met before, if I got like a bio on someone and it turned out that they were that, what, a tentacle monster yeah. from Beyond the Pale? With rows and rows of teeth. Yeah. That, and they can squish their body through like an <laughs> octopus. I'd, I'd be like... I'd forgotten that that would be in it. Yeah. But Just am, a swarmy sea of teeth. I'm not like, going to lie, it has made me more keen to tell LeBron about it. It would... Do you want to do someone else? May, maybe. Like, I think... I, I mean, I think we should tell him, though. He does need to know about... All right, he needs to know what he's getting let's into. Let's tell LeBron about Yosemite Sam. Okay. Okay, so you've bung the good picture straight in, but yeah. this is the first tweet. It's probably going to span several tweets. <laughs> several tweets, yeah. Do we want to greet him immediately with this? It's eye-catching. <laughs> it, it <laughs> to is be honest, if, if I'm flicking through Twitter and I saw that, I would be immediately like, I wonder what this is about. Okay, let's roll with it then. <laughs> okay, so I've written him up a little player profile. Yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, <clears throat> I'm going to try and ease him in. Yep. And then suddenly surprise him with the picture. Because it would just come after the first first tweet. Yes, it, yeah, yeah. Seems fair. Could, could get him in, you know, pleasantly. And then suddenly. <laughs> and then oh, shock no. value. Yeah, exactly. This like, is what you're dealing with. Don't shave him. It's somewhere between our old approach to LeBron and our new approach to LeBron. Yeah, yeah. Okay, LeBron, here's the lowdown on your next teammate. Buckle up, though, because this one's pretty harrowing. Meet Sam, who is actually a vile, tentacled horror from beyond the pale, so hideous that to gaze directly upon him would blacken your very eyes with madness. Often mistaken for a moustache, his frontal tendrils are incredibly strong and incredibly flexible. Flexibility is the name of the game with Sam. He is capable of squeezing through incredibly small gaps, down to the size of his largest tooth. Speaking of teeth, Sam's grotesque maw is a constantly shifting sea of gums and razor-sharp teeth, much like the Sarlacc in Return of the Jedi. Ugh. Sam has quite a temper and is pretty entitled. That's what happens when you roster an elder god. They tend to be pretty up themselves like. If you can keep him on side though and keep him focused, he'll be a formidable addition to the squad. Anyway, we'll be back next week with another player profile. Hope your training is going well. <laughs> Chat soon. Chris and Cal, kiss, kiss, kiss. I like it. It's good. And, and it finishes off really nice because it's like, hey, where are your buds? <laughs> yeah. We, we can never stop writing with the assumed... No, he thinks we're great. LeBron thinks we're great. Yeah. And helpful. No, no, I like it. So I reckon we should bash that out and uh, get back to the well, cartoons. I'm going to hit tweet all. Hit tweet all. I've, I've done it. 
all have been twat. All and all has been twat. Hold up, I ain't trying to stunt, man. But the Yeezys jumped over the jump, man. Went from most hated to the champion God flow. I guess that's a feeling only me and LeBron know. I'm living three dreams. Okay, so we saw Sylvester. He's stuck in a lighthouse. He's being a lighthouse. He is now, yeah. Uh, thought we weren't going to get it this week, but actually, uh, this is possibly perfect for my he makes a swim for it. Yeah, yeah, schemes. definitely, especially given one of the characters. Because this is a Sylvester, <clears throat> Tweety and Granny number. Yeah. Already pretty good if he's found the island. Yeah. And Shark. Ah. So maybe maybe he is going to make a swim I think it. I think he is going to make I a swim I think we should it. jump right in and, and see if Sylvester's finally catching shark. up not to this the... real Tweety Prime. Let's not jump right in with the shark. No, though. I won't do that. So join us in watching Sandy Claws. It's a Sylvester, Tweety, Granny and Shark number from April 2nd, 1955. <laughs> Maybe not on the island. Although I do think he still probably saw Granny and Tweety with his beacon eyes, but I think he's found himself back to... Yeah, I think he has. I mean, there was definitely a beach resort, but it didn't seem islandy beach. Well, uh, I mean, I was... I was in two minds about it until the very end where uh, he wound up in the city dog pound. And it's like, there wouldn't be a city. No. It's like, but yeah, I still think that's possibly where they're keeping their clone army of Hectors. That would make sense. But yeah, it's a bit of a shame because I I, I, I wanted this to be the lair because the sharks are a classic villain lair yeah. addition. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, that and laser beams. Yeah, they didn't have laser beams, but no. they did seem quite well-trained sharks. Yeah, I mean, it It did seem that this Tweety had some level of control over the sea, but I don't know if that was just coincidence or not, because he did end up stranded. Yeah, but I don't know if he really did end up stranded, or if it was just a, a bit, because... Mm, that's true. I, he, he could easily have Got controlled out. the granny to come and get him. And... He managed to get himself out in the end anyway. He was like, oh, I, yeah, he, like, he paddled like himself out. So like, I think he was fine the whole time. I think he wanted Sylvester to get hurt, munched down yeah. by sharks and, and the like. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, like this was definitely our standard granny. It was definitely the granny. And it were, but surrogate Tweety. How have they ended up? Like, do you think Tweety Prime has sent out well, Granny has Main definitely granny been out or? and about with with uh, with uh, you think surrogate tweeties sa- before. Do you think this is the same tweet that we've seen her with for a while? I don't know. I think just I think she'll just go somewhere to establish a surrogate tweety, and then we'll go somewhere else. So do you think she's it. like a guide dog trainer? So so she gets yeah. the new tweeties, kind yeah. of trains them to the point where they. Well, useful just, to be palmed off to a different granny, or do you reckon she trains other grannies with a new Tweety? I think it is... I mean, it's close to the latter, I think. I, I don't think it's training the surrogate Tweeties. I think it is uh, creating an environment in which they can thrive. Or oh, even worse, what do, do you think maybe granny could be the Tweety queen? Like, she's, she's like, pumping out Tweeties. Do you think she's a, like she's a bird as well? Well, I don't think she's a bird, but I think maybe, like, like maybe she's been, like altered in some way that all of the tweeties are coming from her i don't know because they get shipped to her a lot 
Yeah, that's true. In the cages. Yeah. So I think I think that Okay, that that makes me feel better because I had a grotesque image. Yeah, we've of already what got was we've underneath already, Granny's top. We've spoken quite enough about vile, horrible monsters today <laughs> with Yosemite Sam. And I want Granny to be rescuable in yeah, the long run. And I think like episodes like this do uh, suggest that that is possible mm. because I think this tweety uh, deliberately let up. Uh, it's sort of mental control over Granny yeah. so that Granny would start helping Sylvester with the various things that they had about yeah. just just to get him into the predicaments. Because yes, yeah, yeah. I, th- I found it very convenient that the, the moment uh, Tweety decided to paddle the cage back was when Sylvester was underwater in the diving suit and it was Granny like, immediately forgot about him. Immediately forgot about him and, and cut off his air supply. So yeah. I think Tweety knew what he was doing. Yeah, well, I mean, Tweety normally does, though. That's the thing. Like, all, all the surrogates seem to have their wits about them. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I still don't know how autonomous they are or if they're directly controlled uh, or if mm. it's a bit of both. They have some autonomy and Tweety Prime can take direct control if necessary. Yeah. Uh, but this seemed very pointed. Uh, the other thing that made me uh, think that Sylvester had not just found them is that he was just fishing at the start. Yeah. Like, yeah. so he clearly saw them, knew they were in the area, swam over there, and then couldn't find them when he got there. So it was like, right, let's get a snack. Yeah, exactly. And so he, he seems to be working with a worm. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like the worm definitely was giving him, like, proper, like, banksman hand signals. Yeah, yeah. Like, lower me down, lower I mean, me the down. worm wasn't keen. He didn't want to get on the end of the hook. I mean, understandable. But... You know, but uh, who was a, li- a, a, li- a little encouragement at gunpoint. Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, all right, I'll go down there." And then Fair when enough. he got on the hook, he sort of yeah, fell like, me okay, down. lower me in. Yeah, down we go. But unfortunately, that was Sylvester's running with the shark. Yeah, the shark wasn't didn't play a major part. No, there were five sharks as well, but we only really saw one, and then we saw fins of the others. Yeah, but I yeah, I I, I don't know that I would say the shark was a character. I I wouldn't know. So, yeah. Definitely didn't seem like it was going to like talk or anything. It just seemed to be doing things. Sylvester is shark-proof now, though. Yeah, that's good. For, for at least now, until he either uh, swaps out some immunities and gets some lives back. Yeah. Or until... Does uh, another retreat. Until he loses all nine and gets sent to hell again. Yeah. But then we're still not really sure if that happened or if that was a fever dream. Because let's not forget, Sylvester still presumably has times where he is that monster yes yeah yeah but he must unless he's unless he's maybe found a, a cure for it or something like that because that we that haven't was, seen that happen though no because that 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 we we came to some sort of like feeling of what the fever dreams are like with the ralph phillips episode yes we are, we are worried how much of we're trying to gauge how much of the sort of sylvester fever dreams are things that are actually happening or things that are like broadly psychologically based on stuff that's yes, happening yeah, so it's yeah. like you know His if he does something in it. the dream it's like how much worse is what he's actually doing yes yeah, how yeah. much is he blocking out yeah what like what is he actually up to as this monster but the last couple of weeks he's seemed pretty down the line sylvester his normal uh sort of uh cowardly self yeah yeah, uh, yeah he, he, like like we haven't seen him do anything kind of outside his standard character for a while but for a long time beforehand he was he was quite good at his job and i think all of his hunting powers are now in the monster 
I mean, I that would now, that, that that would make sense. Like they've they've got separate personalities. So we just have the meek, useless Sylvester outside of monster form. we need we need to see this monster more regularly I yeah think. or at least see some whacked out shit <laughs> <laughs> like that sylvester thinks is happening but they, they've been pretty down the line so i don't i don't think we can uh we can much answer that right now no no i don't think so uh so that's about all uh we've got time for this week uh as ever uh thank you for listening to the show uh it's good to not be on this journey alone it is it's uh, helpful it's helpful. Yeah, it's helpful. Just, just for morale. Be more helpful uh, if people like left us like reviews and you know ratings and stuff. That'd be quite good. That'd be great. That'd if be you very do, helpful. If you do like the show, please uh, leave us a review or a rating on Podchaser or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, it, it, you know, just helps us out. It makes us look good, doesn't it? I think so. And you know, if you like us, why wouldn't you want us to look good? Uh, or you can send us a new suit each. <laughs> I would, I would take that. <laughs> I would take that. We'll put our measurements on the Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as ever, we're going to leave you with a song uh, that we we struggled to find much that wasn't a real downer that fit the theme of any yeah. of these episodes. But uh, due to some surfing antics in the last uh, episode uh, and the the beach setting, we thought surfing USA, the Beach Boys, Classic. a little upper for the end of the episode. Yeah. So uh, we'll leave you with that. And uh, until next week, have a good one. Everybody's got serving, serving USA.